I heard nothing of or from him for two or three days, when a note in his hand reached me. It was cheerful and full of hope. He said that he'd been for some little time so much better, quite well, in fact, that he was going to make a little experiment, and run down for a month or so to his parish, to try whether a little work might not quite set him up. There was in it a fervent religious expression of gratitude for his restoration, as he now almost hoped he might call it. A day or two later I saw Lady Mary, who repeated what his note had announced, and told me that he was actually in Warwickshire, having resumed his clerical duties at Kenlis. And she added, I begin to think that he's really perfectly well, and that there never was anything the matter more than nerves and fancy. We are all nervous, but I fancy there's nothing like a little hard work for that kind of weakness, and he's made up his mind to try it. I should not be surprised if he did not come back for a year. Notwithstanding all this confidence, only two days later I had this note dated from his house off Piccadilly. Dear sir, I have returned disappointed. If I should feel at all able to see you, I shall write to ask you kindly to call. At present I am too low, and in fact simply unable to say all I wish to say. Pray don't mention my name to my friends. I can see no one. By and by, please God, you shall hear from me. I mean to take a run into Shropshire, where some of my people are. God bless you. May we on my return meet more happily than I can now write. About a week after this, I saw Lady Mary at her own house, the last person she said left in town, just on the wing for Brighton, for the London season was quite over. She told me that she had heard from Mr. Jennings' niece, Martha, in Shropshire. There was nothing to be gathered from her letter, more than that he was low and nervous. In those words of which healthy people think so lightly, what a world of suffering is sometimes hidden. Nearly five weeks had passed without any further news of Mr. Jennings. At the end of that time I received a note from him. He wrote, I've been in the country, and have had change of air. Change of scene, change of faces, change of everything and in everything but myself. I've made up my mind so far as the most irresolute creatures on earth can do it, to tell my case fully to you. If your engagements will permit, pray come to me today, tomorrow, or the next day, but pray defer as little as possible. You know not how much I need help. I have a quiet house at Richmond, where I now am. Perhaps you could manage to come to dinner or to luncheon or even to tea. You shall have no trouble in finding me out. The servant at Blank Street, who takes this note, will have a carriage at your door at any hour you please, and I am always to be found. You will say that I ought not to be alone. I've tried everything. Come and see. I called up the servant and decided on going out the same evening, which accordingly I did. He would have been much better in a lodging-house or hotel, I thought, as I drove up through a short double row of sombre elms to a very old-fashioned brick house, darkened by the foliage of these trees, which overtopped and nearly surrounded it. It was a perverse choice, for nothing could be imagined more triste and silent. The house I found belonged to him. He had stayed for a day or two in town, and, finding it for some cause insupportable, had come out here, Probably because being furnished and his own, he was relieved of the thought of delay of selection by coming here. This sun had already set, 
and the red reflected light of the western sky illuminated the scene with the peculiar effect with which we are all familiar. The hall seemed very dark, but getting to the back drawing-room, whose windows command the west, I was again in the same dusky light. I sat down, looking out upon the rich woodly landscape that glowed in the grand and melancholy light which was every moment fading. The corners of the room were already dark, all was growing dim, and the gloom was insensibly toning my mind, already prepared for what was sinister. I was waiting alone for his arrival, which soon took place. The door commanded.